Valentini. Welcome to the All Juve cast. It is our first Serie A podcast after a victory in the league. Very nice. Very nice. Uh, a huge emotional roller coaster against Spezia. All right. Uh, we got the boys uh, together for this one. Uh, Apologies for this morning, but uh, there was, uh, you know, an emergency freezer to be repaired, and we uh, <laughs> we lost clip there. It's all good. We're gonna throw out a new time, which is of course 7:45 p.m. my time, Pacific time, 10:45 uh, p.m. late for these Easterners. And uh, Omar, I don't even know what's going on over there. Early morning for you. Very early morning, yeah. Very, very early morning, but the smoke is going, and that's how you know Omar is ready. Okay, his dog is isn't going. even awake. You know, he's early when the dog isn't even up. No, that's no, the right. dog that's is here. Right. That's our, our all UV cast uh mascot. Okay, we yeah. love, we love now, fellas. We're gonna get to the business. Um, a lot to discuss. We're gonna try and get her going here into a decent little uh, solid 45 minutes uh, to an hour. But uh, we're gonna cover this victory, start from the get go, and then tackle some of the discussion that happened afterwards after the match. Um, Actually, Al, before we start, before we start, Bob's in the house. Bob is a regular watcher and commenter, and he's here tonight. Bob is here. You can always count on Bob. Look at this guy. Bob is, yeah, he's, he's, he's money is what he is. I said, um, in, uh, the match day live as well too. Uh, we appreciate all the support. It's massive. Uh, we talked about Lucci's story, uh, simply working out in a gym and a guy coming up to him and just saying, Hey man, love the podcast, recognized him off it. We love it. Keep, uh, all we can ask is keep retweeting things, uh, sharing the show with other Juventini, and let's continue to grow this community. Um, it's it's beautiful stuff, everybody, and thank you again. Can't thank you guys enough. Now, real quick, get some of the little business out of the way. If you're listening to the podcast on uh, audio, get over to YouTube. Subscribe to the channel. We got a ton of good stuff on there. A lot of good videos where we give our opinions on items. We've got uh, match day lives. And then, of course, this podcast you're listening to is recorded live. And you can take part in the discussion and join our live chat room. Okay, so do that. And last but certainly not least, check out stripedartsapparel.com. Sponsor. Ton of nice merch. And they just got a new dropout right now. All right, fellas. Juve's lineup going into this one. Chesney in goal. Danilo, Bonucci, Delict, Decilio, Chiesa, Bentancur, McKenny, Rabio, Dybala, Keane. The only exception in there that looked different was we weren't expecting Rabio to get the start. It was potentially going to be Bernardeschi. Um, after Rabio was decided to be in there, it made that left side look a little bit strange to me because at first I thought if Bernardeschi's going in there, you could potentially see a 4-3-3. You could potentially see this 4-2-3-1 we won. When you saw Rabi in there, you knew we were going to get the exact same. And again, the left side comes into question, especially because of DeShilio being out there. But ultimately, it's got to be enough to get the job done. Right? What are you guys' thoughts on that uh, lineup? Everybody was expecting victory. We went through the predictions. By the way, we'll get to the predictions. Champ, champ for this round. But, uh, guys, your thoughts on the lineup? Uh, should have been a straightforward victory or what? How about Omer? You get us going, buddy, since you're the most awake. 
Omer. Uh oh. Oh man. Come no, on. no one. No wait, I was muted. Okay, so good morning everyone. And so the lineup was uh, I commented on the on the last spot that it, was, it looks like a FIFA lineup. Just you play whoever hasn't played yet and has energy. We still have some Doyle, which is not an easy game, and then Chelsea. He has to manage the minutes, and that's why we have bench players. Good enough or not good enough, they should be better than Spezia on paper. Uh, but what can you expect? I expected Max to use this game for some changes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, after yeah. after playing such a you know the the game before you you had to expect uh, you had to expect a rotation, right? So um, I thought he did with with what he could. I thought he, I thought it was a solid lineup, you know, against Spezia, away to Spezia. You know, you just hope for the best, and well, you just you hope for three points. I like guess or you expect three points. And, yeah. Uh, you know, we'll, we'll get into the details of the game, but I, I didn't have any issues with uh, with the way he no. started. I don't think so. And Cliff, you were part of the match day live. We talked about uh, even the potential lineup with Bernardeschi there and whatnot. Should have been enough. Anyway, uh, you sliced it, Bernardeschi or Rabio into that position, right? Yeah, I just I still find it weird putting Rabio kind of at the left mid position. It just feels Me kind too. of unnatural. Obviously, he was doing it just to. I'm not sure if he was trying something out or just in terms of rotation, but kind of a risky movie in a match like that just because Rabio is not used to playing that position so you almost put him in a very precarious situation to have to do that but it ended up working out we'll get a little bit more into it shortly yeah absolutely absolutely and uh Eddie's uh comment is Allegri needs to stop starting Bentoncourt we're gonna get to uh the players and the player performances we're gonna do a quick quick recap on the uh Main talking points of this match, Juve uh, starts off really uh, on throttle in the attack. We get a couple close opportunities, one through Moise Keane uh, and one from uh, Matthias De Ligt early on. And then actually we find one. We get the first one in this one, 27th minute, a great long ball from Benucci, headed down by Rabio. Keane does exceptionally well to uh, bury that one for the 1-0 lead. We're pumped. We are jacked. Uh, pump the brakes because five minutes later, uh, Spezia comes back and equalizes it. Really, on this one, uh, the first save was great from Tech. Great first save, even parries it away, does everything right. Then you got yourself a 1v1 scenario where Danilo's always backing up and backing up, and it is what it is. It's, it's 1v1 coming at you in the box. Guy gets the shot off, hits a deflection. There's absolutely no chance for Tech on that one. So it was deflected. Sorry? It was deflected. It did, yeah. yeah. Okay, so two things on that goal. The first one was on, uh, on I guess it would be Tech's left side. Dybala, mm -hmm. I believe it was Dybala, went to close it down. And the, the, the right, the winger just easily like just chipped it over his foot to swing it back in to take that shot off of uh, that Tech period away. And then on the, on the, the goal-scoring shot, you know, Danilo's doing the right thing. He's, you know, jockeying him away and then – when he takes that step, Bentancourt actually steps in to help, yeah. and it, it's the laziest swing yeah. of a foot. And I believe that's what the deflection came off of was Bentancourt's foot. It's it was like a lazy like if you're going in, go in. It's tough because it's in the area, and it's Bentancourt. at least like make a firmer step. It was like watch it again. It was like a lazy swing. It of was. Foot. I I know, I know. I still yeah. just 
Uh, I don't know. It, it's a tough one. It's a tough one. I thought Danilo, I get it. You're backing up. You're 1v1, whatnot. A little too much space still. But Bentecourt comes in lazy. Even before that, I don't know. It's it, Talking it about a defender given space. Wait till you get to the Benucci one. Yeah. So, anyways, that's halftime. 1-1. One, one. Frustrations continue. And it's just, here we go into this dreaded second half so far this season for Juventus. Second half where we've had zero goals, allowed like five, and we got to get it done in the second half. Um, Allegri will get the boys going. We'll be pumped. Everything will be okay. Sandro comes in for Decilio. Locatelli in for Bentancourt. Thankfully. Um, we're ready to go. Goal Spezia. 48th minute. Disaster. Um, my God. You know... Benucci, way too much space. Way too much space given to this guy. 1v1, he never had a chance. He was always running behind and just, it was ugly. It was ugly to see. And this is the moment where I, I'm kind of watching this game and I'm just thinking we are just so broken because back in, there was a time you didn't care who was at the back. 1v1 scenarios, you had the confidence, you had it you had no worries. You weren't afraid in a scenario like that. Now, man, it's, it's, it's scary. It's like every time an opponent, and it's been this way for three seasons now, every time an opponent comes at Juventus, it's threatening. And it's just like, we have to get that confidence with these guys in at the back. It's, but you, it's had Benucci, tough, you had Benucci and Delict there. If you want two guys at the back, those are the two guys you want. Now this this goal was a was a mirror image of I believe it was the Benevento game last year where we lost one nothing. It was the same type goal, kind of jockeying Benucci off for clean up short side shot. So uh, absolute disaster. And I put before you keep going, I put in the group chat. I said we're gonna need a damn miracle to score two goals in the second half. Yeah, and well, when that miracle comes in the. 67th. Well, this is just it, though. This is just it. And again, you're saying you want Benucci and Delict there. Well, I don't want Benucci in 1v1 scenarios. I don't. I want no. him in there for his ball movement, which we saw in the first goal. Like things like that. He's great, but we know he's suspect at the back. He's solid when he's got the guy that could take those 1v1s, which is Chiellini. Chiellini, you know, Benucci's different with Chiellini there, but this was a tough one. I mean, they yeah. it. They had yeah, yeah, but I but I want to see him not the same there. But I want to see Cliff. You guys' thoughts on this one? I want to see Bonucci and everyone close to the attacker. Just stand on him and and you know delay him, push him back. Don't yeah. give him all that space to to run a tech. If you just if you just been close to him, tech would have made it to the ball or the lift. But take a professional with, foul before it even yeah, that deep. Drop him to the ground. Just don't let him get into the area or yeah. close even. That's what I expect. Take that yellow card. Okay. Yeah, yeah but he's but, the last man. So yeah, that but yellow if, could easily be a red. No, but if he's in front of him, then it's not. Then it's he not got a red. back. He got back to goal side. So the thing mm -hmm. is, like, you get back to goal side. If he's still turning you around, shut it. it just it's got to be tighter. You can't just let him to continue on. I don't know. I I think he's got to find something. And also. If he's slowing him down enough, Delict comes back. 
maybe catches up with enough because the lick's on the opposite side coming back as well. I thought the cat would yeah, get the lick. When, at the time of the goal, the lick's over on the opposite side. Yeah. In case that guy cuts through, but he just went short side through Benucci's legs and whatnot. So I don't know. I just think there was options there. I just, I don't know what, what's going on there with Benucci. I wasn't too impressed with it, but I wasn't impressed with a lot at that point. Um, we just looked <laughs> fragile and broken. 59th minute, Morata comes in for Moise Keane. 60th minute, Dybala gets a good opportunity. 64th minute, Spezia should have taken a 3-1 lead and killed us. Locatelli with a massive intervention. Massive, massive intervention. Usually what happens is it bites you when you can't kill a game off. Mm -hmm. We've been bidding a lot in that. And like a minute and a half later, it bites Spezia as Chiesa goes into warrior mode. And uh, Rabio had a first row seat, literally, uh, watching Chiesa mm -hmm. run this guy down in the corner. Uh, he comes back into the area, dishes it to uh, Morata there. It kind of just falls right in Chiesa's path as he chips through and just, it was pretty fortunate, to be honest. Uh, but Chiesa's right in the right spot, right time, gets rewarded for his hard work. And we get that second goal. And then it's, man, foot on the throttle. Get after that thing. And that was when we looked solid. We looked strong. And all of a sudden, a couple of the guys that started the game that you were like, uh, I don't know, they found their way off. We got some other guys in that are going to be our clutch players. And then we're playing with the foot on the throttle. And then it looks different. And then the belief's up and the hope's up. And we start getting going. And Delict in the 72nd minute finishes it up, finishes one up, smashes it, actually just smashes it in there, just whatever. Find a way to get this thing on goal. And uh, there it is, 3-2. End the game. End the damn game. We had to, and here's the bit. Oh, Big Bandizi making the his big appearance. bananas back. Love it, love it. Last 15 minutes were scary. Absolutely, absolutely, they were. And props to Chesney because he saved the three points. Massive he made save. some big saves in this one. The one in the 84th minute was absolutely monstrous. So massive props to uh, Wojciech Chesney. We get through this one, 3-2. Holy smokes, guys. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Uh, by the way, again, in terms of predictions, everybody tuning in, everybody listening, stick with your boy. You'll be okay. I just edged out Lucci, okay? Lucci, sorry, man, but by half a point, I edged you on this week. It's just eating up Anthony, too, right now. Yes. I can just see it eating him really, up inside. It's really chafing my grundle. What it's doing. <laughs> Boys, overall, at the end of this one, two things stood out to me. Um, basically, number one, first off, take the win any damn way you can get oh, it. A massive absolutely. three points we needed. Okay, so awesome job by the boys finding a way to get it done. We needed it. Absolutely needed it. Another thing, Max Allegri needs to be very careful in the rotation. Yes, he has to rotate players. He This game showed he's going to have to be very, very careful 
on who he uses where at the times of his rotations. Because honestly, if we need those guys to come in on a game versus Spezia, then you have to be very, very careful with your rotation. The other thing I have to say, we are not strong enough at the back to continue to play in a manner that isn't more engaging offensively and more foot on the throttle, in my personal opinion. Um, it made things easier for our guys at the back, obviously, when you could put teams under. I don't expect them to play that way for 90 minutes, but I expect a hell of a lot better control out of the midfield and in our own. We need to take matters into our own hands a little bit better. Those are the things that stood out to me in this one. I want to get your guys' thoughts on this match overall. We're going to kick it off with Cliff, go around the horn, and then we're going to get to some player performances and then the outside stories. Cliff, your thoughts on this one? So a few things that really stuck out to me. The first thing was early on in the match, there was actually, you know, not a lot of support going up forward. Um, you know, it was either Kiesa or Keen or just those two, and nobody else was coming up to support them in the attack. And there was nobody to feed the ball to. So that was super important early on why we couldn't really get anything going to start, um, at least in terms of any shots, quality shots on goal. Another thing was the possession <clears throat> in the middle. Holding quality possession. We didn't have any quality possession. Yes, we hold, held more possession overall, but the quality of that possession was lacking a little bit early on. Keen, I said before this match, yeah, you got all the points, whatever. I said Keen was going to be a major factor hey, in this match. Whatever. That's the whole point of it. Don't whatever me, new guy. Don't whatever me. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> oh, yeah, Keen, Keen was a major factor in this match. Obviously, he scored the first goal. I thought his movement was really good. He added a lot of, you know, he added something different than you get from Morata in there. Um, and just um, overall, you know, Benucci at one point was saying to Dybala and Keen, come back, come over here, receive the ball, you know, get things started. And then once Dybala started coming into the midfield to receive the ball, more things started happening. There was more creativity. There was more movement on and off the ball. So if he, if he starts adding a little bit more work rate and dropping in, it's going to be a lot easier to get things going, get the offense started. My last point, I think going forward, we obviously do not have the defense that we used to have. This team needs to be set more onto attack. Allegri needs to get these boys attacking more because this is not the, the team of old. We should really be going more towards a Mancini style like the Azzurri are doing, you know, more attacking based because if we can outscore our opponents like four to one, I don't care if we can see the goal, goal or two, if we're scoring goals at will. Because that's the name of the game now. Just score more goals than your opponent. If we concede goals, then so be it. But I'd rather outscore the opponents by a lot more than. Yeah. Some and and that's exactly what I, what I was saying. But uh, again, being realistic, you the way we played at the end once it went two two, to finish off, was literally sending everything you know and the kitchen sink. And the thing is, is that you can't play that way for ninety minutes. But this is why. That midfield control for us is massive. It's absolutely massive. Artur just got cleared to re-enter training, okay? And he's eyeing October 17th, and that hopefully helps us out because we know how strong he is in possession. This could potentially unlock Locatelli uh, even more for Juventus. I swear that is the reason we are struggling in terms of quality <clears throat> possession, 
and generating some more better chance because even in this one it's funny the ones the one we all got completely wrong was attempts on this one we were way off they finished with like 26 attempts 26. A, a bunch on target i think like 12 on target i was the uh, closest by the way on that but I what i was the closest on that one for sure Price is right rules it sounds right. like still wrong um still anyways wrong, but i was the closest whatever <laughs> didn't you whatever mean whatever click so listen yeah great points overall there cliff i'm with you on uh pretty much everything uh you said there i think uh we are just not the team of old uh he's got to find uh a way to modernize his approach allegri props to allegri though because the changes he made impacted the game and that has a lot to do with our players and this is another reason why i made that statement which is he has to be very careful in rotations um because we said it before in his previous in our previous matches with juventus when the subs entered the match very little influence came from the subs in this one massive massive influence from the substitutions mm -hmm. omar your thoughts on this one overall um okay i there were some stuff i liked and uh, that i saw i like the bala taking shots from everywhere most of them on target mm -hmm. um I don't give too much blame to the defense. I think the midfield doesn't do enough defensive work. Uh, which, in every team, the midfield doesn't do a defensive work. The defense is the one who has to sustain the pressure, which is something that's lacking Juve for the last two or three years. But nonetheless, it's a win. I always enjoy wins. Everyone should try to enjoy because you don't know when a win. Mm -hmm. When it's going to end, one year ago we were the nine-year consecutive champions and now we're fighting for four spots, uh, as it seems. So stuff change in football quickly. Enjoy what you can and don't be frustrated when you win. I can't relate to that feeling. If you won, we won. Enjoy it. Don't think about the, the rest of the season forward. Each game at a time. So I'm, so I'm happy. I love it. I love it. Your dog looks very happy too. I love it. He's waiting for his morning trip, so he's kind of pushing. <laughs> Anthony, your thoughts overall? Uh, I liked how Dubala was. In, you know, these these two gentlemen brought up good points, so I'll try and try and bring something different. Uh, I liked how consistent Dubala was. You know, last couple of games he's been at a good first half, and then sort of fell away in the second half. I thought he was very consistent throughout. Uh, I thought he was taking as uh, as Cliff mentioned, coming back, receiving the ball a little bit more, taking those shots from uh, from distance. Loving it, forcing the goal in the save. Sometimes you know, get those deflections. You get, a, you know, a little bit more of a dip. You know, you can get pick one off from long range. Um, the big thing, two big things for me were the second half was better than the first, where it's been the opposite this whole season. So more consistency in the second half, better play. I think that goes to your point, Al. Of the substitutions were far earlier in the game. A lot of them at halftime. I think Allegri's going to learn from that and just you know. 55th minute, 45th, 50, you know, before the 60th, some of these guys just have to go out. Yeah. Um, and the the other big one I have, I, I want to touch on Kies. I know we'll get into that in our man, the match, yeah. so we'll, we'll, we'll save him. But the last one was 67th minute when Rabio went off and Bernadeski came in. I believe it was already 2-2 at that point. That was when we really started, uh, like you said, putting the pedal to the metal and then in the 71st minute to let got that third goal. But that was a big change. It, I thought, I thought uh, Bernadeski brought a lot more energy on that left side. Is that a, a, 
an, an energy that can be maintained if he starts for you know 70 minutes probably not that's not really he, how he is this hopefully this is the Bernadeschi that we saw a couple years ago who was the super sub who'd come in the 45th 50th minute and just bring so much energy and pressure on that left side so we'd like to see how max uses uses him going forward if, if it's going to be that 442 with rabio on the left which we don't really agree with but it worked in the land with him and sandro so yeah, we'll see if he goes back to that to, to that bag of tricks. But Bernadeschi was a was a was a massive boost to get that third goal for sure. There you go, there you go. Love it, love it, boys. Uh, well done, everybody. And now we get to our player ratings. But of course, we don't run down the entire team. We go through our individual best rating and lowest rating. Um, this time we're gonna go with uh, Omar kicking us off. Omar, give us your <clears> highest <throat> rated player. And your lowest. Mm, I haven't thought about it enough. It should be Dybala or Chiesa, because as attacking force, they did what you expect of them. Dybala created a lot and shot a lot. Chiesa, I wish everyone on the team had his determination to run and get the ball at the corner and somehow make a goal out of it. My top two performers. Uh, other than that, Chiesa was pretty quiet most of the evening. Might have been stifled, and he is a player that flourishes when there's chaos. Uh, same as Quadrado, I thought when in Quadrado as well, Danilo looked gassed and out of position most of the game. And so I give the man of the match to Dybala, who was really felt like he was captaining the side today and not just walking around frustrated and sulking. And worst of the match, I'll give it to Benton Core, subbed at halftime. Continues this one of one out of ten games is good. The rest is just not up to par. So he'll get the disappointment of the yeah. match. There you go, Anthony. Your best and your lowest rating. I'm gonna I'm gonna switch up a little bit because I think Kiesa and Dybala are gonna be the uh, the best and worst. I'll say my middle of the pack. I was I was happy to see how McKenny kind of started the game and he kind of ramped up into the game. Like he wasn't. Great, he wasn't the worst, so I'll give him the uh, the mediocre of the match if I want to switch it up a little bit. Because uh, right. you know, uh, Kiesa was you know he was good, Dybala was good, uh, Bentancor was. I, I'd have to agree with uh, with yeah. my friend Omer, but uh, to stay in the middle of the road, I, I was happy to see how McKenny kind of grew into the match. So maybe he could use a couple more minutes. Maybe he deserves another start. That'll be interesting to see if he starts against uh, against Sampdoria, but. Uh, I wouldn't call him I, the big bandizi is calling him worse the match. I, I don't easy going in with worse. I thought he was I thought he was I thought he was a little solid in there. He had some opportunities. Um unleash well, he had that one chance that cut that cutback. Oh I forgot yeah. about that one. All right. Um Cliff, your best rating and your lowest rating. So my best rating has to be Matteo De Shit. No, 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 no. We're not gonna say easy. Easy. And, and we'll say, though, he didn't screw up badly at all so that's that's a win we take that um i honestly to switch it up because we said kiesa i think i'm gonna give it to keen just just to say something different i thought keen was very good that was your pick that's why you're giving it to him partially <laughs> yeah i'm not gonna lie and then obviously we have to go with my rabio agenda i'm gonna go rabio for a uh, worst player even though betancourt was really bad but sticking with my agenda against rabio he was the worst player at least you're honest about it and there's the agenda so speaking uh, yeah. of Keen, before before we jump to the next one, what what was your initial thoughts 
on Keane being substituted. It was I can't remember what minute it was. My initial thought was why when we need goals. 59th minute. That's what I thought too. I was like I thought this I didn't is know what a, to think this about is a that. weird one because we're we're looking for goals and he yep. had one and he was playing well. I thought it, I thought that was a weird one. Yeah. Yeah, I would have taken out a midfielder in that mm. case, but uh, maybe Allegri wants to keep his form and the shape on the pitch and doesn't want to try yeah. new things out of stress and pressure. The second goal came in the 48 minute. A lot of time to regroup and find those goals. If it was like a 70 minute goal when they equalized, then we, we should stress. He would have started stressing and throwing every attacker he has on the field. Yeah. And I, <clears> uh, yeah, I, I thought it was weird at the time. Gladly it worked out perfectly. That's good. We move. My best, I was between Delict and uh, Chesney. And because Chesney has had such a rough go, we needed a win big time. He made some big saves. He, he gave us the three points. We could have uh, the last 15 minutes were crazy. Uh, but he was he was solid there. Uh, you can't even really fault him on uh, either goal. The first one you definitely can't. Um, second one, I saw some shouts saying, you know, that's that's a tough one. Um, I'm happy that's with Shedney's performance. The 84th minute stop was massive. It's exactly what we need from him. He gave off. it to us. I'm gonna go with Shedney. Good on you. My lowest, Bentancur easily. Easily Bentancur. Um, the the amount for a guy that played 45 minutes, you know, like the amount of giveaways, terrible, terrible giveaways that not only stunt our progression and possible attacking opportunities, but literally give opportunities to our opponents is completely unacceptable. Matches are won and lost in the middle of the park, and it's inexcusable you're basically measured on how much you do correctly and his rating in this one for me would be so bad so poor can i just um, say something real quick no so, um okay. yeah yeah i'm kidding go ahead cliff come on i, I was gonna you say to you know going off of that Betancourt just looks very un- he always looks very uncomfortable receiving the ball he looks like he just wants to get rid of it right away and this is, you know, people might get mad at me for saying this, but I think you look at Rovella in Genoa, obviously he's very young, but look at his composure on the ball compared <laughs> to Betancourt. You're, you can't tell me that putting him in the midfield, he wouldn't look more comfortable than Betancourt on the ball. Anthony, come on, man. He's not in our change room. Get over it. Well, maybe he's by January he will be. You know no. Fajoli scored against Buffon in the oh, weekend. Fajoli, I gotta go. Are we talking about uh, who else we're gonna talk about? The thigh here. Okay. No, okay, I'm else? okay, okay, okay. Are we going to the midfield? That's oh god! I, I wish Pirlo was back. Take it. I love easy. those tweets. Okay. Okay. I do agree though. Benzinkur on the ball needs to be much more. He needs to do a lot of more things right. Sometimes the sense of urgency isn't even there, and it's like, man, come on, like get into the rhythm and the timing of the game like exhaustion pick, is he tired i think he's just scared he just looks scared when he gets the ball the thing with being exhausted and and you know this is thrown at sandro this has been thrown at sandro over the years as we've used him a lot and these other guys i don't see a change 
when they come back after sitting for a bit. Like it's the same. Like again, I this thing with Bentoncourt, we've I think what he is is simply a player that at his best is a pretty good midfielder. It's just that he's terribly inconsistent. And that is it with Bentoncourt. I do not see him reaching this level that some think he is going to amount to. I, I don't see it. I applaud him at his work rate because it is great throughout any struggles in matches or anything. He always continues to work hard, but that doesn't you know, make up for the amount of errors that you usually get, unfortunately. He plays well for his national team. That's the crazy thing. That's I think that's what people keep seeing. That he plays so good for Uruguay, and then he comes back here, and he just absolutely dumps the bed. He has a better yeah. experience for Uruguay, but the the lack of balance, like if it's weird that you can be one of the top performers against Milan and then shit the bed against Spezia. Yeah, it's weird. It's just weird. It's just it's just inconsistent, terribly inconsistent. Even and if you're tired, I mean, okay, that's one thing. But to consistently like in a match where you're tired, like just still not go through the right decisions. Is crazy to me. Like I wasn't expecting him. Like if you're tired, okay, he's not going to be as effective box to box or whatnot. But when he's on the ball, he still needs to make the right decisions and make the right progressions. And it's just, it's just not there. I, I, I don't know. He's a, he's a struggle. Anyways, he got my lowest. Uh, I think I'm over Bentancur uh, and discussing him. But uh, after the match, Kiesa. Chiesa and Allegri's comments about him needing to grow and immediately so many Juventini trying to protect Chiesa and trying to hold this against Max. Put out a little opinion video on YouTube where basically my thoughts are quite simple on this thing. Um, number one, Max Allegri knows damn well what he has in Federico Chiesa. He knows exactly what he has with Federico Chiesa. People are very quick to forget Chiesa was unavailable for a match, was at risk of playing even against Milan and whatnot. And there's something going on there. And it was also explained after Max had made those comments that he's got a flexor issue that they're still monitoring. Um, so all this taken into consideration. But saying that he needs to grow, this match actually did pretty much highlight a couple of areas where he does need to improve. And that's managing the moments. And another thing is a lot of the things we've heard a lot of discussions about on Chiesa, which is he doesn't play a lot of full 90s. You can't because he's not managing scenarios through matches as well as he should be. And that's not a coach's thing. Like you can see it in him in many matches. Like he needs to come off. He's gassed while everybody is against it because he's such a fantastic player. He's gassed himself out because there's opportunities where he can use a one-two. He doesn't need to go, you know, balls to the wall and just head down. I'm, I'm, I'm going. This is it. These are things he needs to work on and needs to grow in there. So I do actually agree he's got some growing to do. And I don't have a problem with Max saying that. And another reason I don't is because Chiesa, everybody knows damn well with this kid's mentality and where he stands – He's got he's going nowhere but up this kid. Okay. He's got it up here and everybody can see it. And 
I, I stand behind what Allegri said. I agree with it, and I have no problems with it. Your guys' thoughts on the whole case that needs to grow, uh, Sunira. And this time we'll go straight to Anthony and then uh, Omar and Cliff. Anthony. Well, it's when you have when you have a new coach and a new style who who wants you to do certain things. It, of, of course, the the coach is going to be you know critical or going to. I don't basically. I don't have a problem with with Max calling out one of his best players. I don't, and I think I think it helps players grow. Now, I'm not going to say I want this coach back, and I'm not going to say he is coming back. But a player like Kiesa needs a coach like Conte who joysticks. He, he's a coach who joysticks who says go now, stay, go now, to kind of that would help Kiesa learn when to go, when to stay. Kind of like you said, out <clears> to <throat> manage the game. Yeah. Um, maybe Kiesa needs that sort of coaching from Allegri, the, the joysticking. But that's an interesting. Get it. That's an interesting take. Right. Really so I. Maybe maybe it's gonna fall on Max to kind of take that burden to to coach that way that specific player where other players they just get it they know where to go. But you've mentioned it before, Kiesa he he's a burner right. He he either his speed is either one or eleven, and he's gonna to have to manage how how he uh, how he uses his body because he, he can burn out. We got a lot of games coming up. We have an international break, which I highly doubt he's going to those those uh, nation league games, but. Uh, it'll take time. He's only 23 years old. He'll be fine. Yeah. 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 So Omar. does does a 23 year old have stuff to learn about football from a 50 year old manager? Yes, of course he does. He, he's not the complete product, but his his direction is the right direction, and he is out of the players that needs fixing. He's the one that needs the least, and um, but. It's not weird when managers call out their best players, you know, sort of call them out because uh, there's a story that Viali told in an interview that Lippi took him to the side once, told him, listen, I'm going to yell at your training just because I need the other guys, the young guys, to see that everyone is equal, even though you haven't done anything. So it's not weird to me. It's stuff that happens all across football, and I think Kiesa knows it. They talk between them all the time, I assume. But his determination is something I wish I, I would have seen from other players. The, after right after scoring the goal, he ran back and said, that "We need another one. It's not enough. Don't be happy with the draw. We need a win." Yeah. And it's something that's lacking because this team mentality is just weak at times. Yeah, he didn't even celebrate it at all. Just literally turned around straight to center there, Cliff. Kiesa needs to grow. Your thoughts on this comment? Of course he needs to grow. I mean, I'm I'm almost 24. I'm still freaking growing. Everybody 24? Yeah. Everybody every, everybody's constantly growing, especially at his age. Like he's got so much room to grow. I think the main thing is he plays like we all played when we were like seven or eight years old, just running around constantly, 150 miles an hour the whole match, and you burn yourself out. He's like the opposite of Dybala. Dybala walks. He used to sometimes, I'm not saying he should walk, but he needs to pick and choose his moments. Okay, I'm going to sprint and press on this play. I'm going to, you know, lay back a little bit on this one and wait for my moment and then sprint. He needs to pick and choose these moments so he's not tired by the 55th, 65th minute so we can play a whole match. And I think it's also on Allegri to say, okay, Chiesa, you know, that was a good opportunity to, to run. This is a chance where you maybe you can sit back and let Dybala and Keane do a little bit more of the work rate. 
So it's really just about time management, picking and choosing your moments. So that's just a learning curve. He'll learn that. Um, yeah. He's, he's the, the funny thing. Dybala, like I said, he's running too much and Dybala doesn't run enough. Well, the funny thing is too, is that, you know, we're saying he needs to grow and whatnot, which he does and he needs to manage scenarios better. And oddly enough, the goal that he, you know, that led to the second goal, this one, is a play that a lot of players don't waste any energy on when that guy's running out to the corner there and Kies I never really, did. Kies is in full sprint to get out there under and I'm thinking, man, okay. And then all of a sudden he gets <laughs> it and all of a sudden he's making a run into the air and I'm thinking, my God, man, what what's going on? And scrambled it ensues and he ends up scoring and I'm thinking, you kind of laugh because you're just like, what on earth kind of goal is this? But take it, absolutely. And we needed it big time. But yeah. Uh, again, we're all in agreement with uh, Chiesa there, and uh, it's just funny to see some uh, overreactions in terms of defending players and whatnot. These guys don't need defending. They don't need defending. Uh, a guy like Chiesa definitely doesn't, and Allegri knows exactly what he's doing, and uh, come on, he knows exactly what he has in Chiesa. There's nothing to worry about there. Um Last one in terms of this particular match as we start to look towards the weekend and Sampdoria. Did this victory show progress in the team for you guys? Did you find this to be just a grind victory where we don't take anything out of it than three points and move on to the next one? Or do you see something, some sort of growth out of this one? Because this was the main frustration when I look at comments on social media made on our post, which is I see this team not putting together anything and not growing whatsoever. Let's get your guys' thoughts on this. Is there any growth in this team from this victory? We're going to go around the horn with Cliff this time. Of course there is. A win is growth. You know, by definition, we've been losing and drawing these matches. A win is growth. Um, whether it's a pretty win, that's obviously it's not a pretty win, but you know what? It shows a little bit of mental fortitude that they can come back constantly getting scored on and coming back and coming back again. So it's it's really – I'm seeing some improvements. I'm seeing improvements from the players, from Allegri and his decision-making, his substitutions. So we're seeing a little bit of a turnaround. And I think against Sampdoria, I think it will come together. And I think we'll, we'll, we'll talk about that a little bit shortly. But I think there will be good results in the Sampdoria match as well. There you go. Great, great thoughts. Cliff, uh, Anthony. <clears throat> Second half better than the first half. That's growth. Going down 2-1, not getting you know down yourselves, coming back by some miracle from this season, scoring two goals, going up 3-2. And then I told you guys in the chat, I don't know anywhere on the score sheet where it says ugly win or clean win. It's a W. You take the three points and you get the hell out of there. You get on the plane, you go back home. So that's just we got the win. Who cares how it looked off till Sunday? like it i like it omar well i can relate to cliff when by this time of the season when it's early you usually need to see more improvement and growth from the manager more so than the players and in a game where you play your substitutes it's hard to see a lot of growth because has anyone cemented his place in the starting 11 no maybe kieza but we all know he's right up there and the rest sort of did, did their jobs and i saw a bit of growth you know the second half performance and the early substitutions by halftime this is growth but again from allegri less so from the players 
Very nice, very nice. Damn, you guys are good. I don't even know what I'm doing on here anymore. God, I'm just Yeah, we, we don't either. We, we talked about this before the show, but whatever. You, you can stick around for a bit. I mean, we're going to have Ampy the host, I think, next. We were just talking about that. No, yeah. I don't have the mental fortitude to deal with you animals. But go ahead, Al. You guys, uh, no, you guys uh, hit everything well in the head. I mean, it's uh, in terms of uh, how badly we needed it, it's it's massive. Uh, it will help towards the growth of the team's mentality. The fact that they came back, the, f the attitude and the drive and the hunger that was there after falling behind was growth. Because even if I think back to last year, if I think back to the season before that one, when we give up a goal, we had this head down moping and sulking type mm -hmm. persona and i saw that and i hated that it killed me because that's not the uv i know the uv i know is pick up the damn ball drop it at center and let's go get the next one danilo was the one um last season who was that guy but it wasn't it wasn't making its way through the team i saw that shift yesterday um with uh, the spezia match and i loved it I loved it. That's growth. That's some growth. Uh, we need to always be in that state of mind. It's okay. Hey, we got things wrong on this one. They scored a goal. We go get the next one. We go get the next two. Okay. It was growth in terms of that. Allegri, Omar was uh, spot on as well. He grew in terms. He finally got it right in substitutions and he's starting to get that right. That's progress. Um, so there, I do see progress. So all the Juventini who are kind of, you know, stressed out and up in arms, even though we won this one due to it being ugly, you guys are all right. It looks the same on the scoreboard. It looks the same on the table. It's a victory. It's three points. We came from behind. We scored goals in the second half, which we haven't done until this game. That's growth. Um, we had a positive attitude even through those uh, scenarios. And sometimes the ugliest and the biggest grinds are the biggest turning points in seasons and it's where you grow the most if you're out there and we blow spezia up five six seven mil you get a lot less growth than the way we did it yesterday so yes that victory is growth and it is progress and it will go a long way to helping this team forward all right god you guys are good get me fired up get me fired up this late okay perrin on the weekend versus Sampdoria should be getting the start. Okay, so we should see Perrin. Quadrado, Locatelli, Morata, and Sandro should be back in the lineup. Okay, um, Rabio and Dybala could be rested. McKinney and Ramsey potentially starting. Chiesa, all eyes are on him. He may not play and may uh, have to rest as well. So Sampdoria today getting shellacked okay absolutely um, dog walked actually hang on a second that game could have easily been 4-4 Sampdoria missed i don't know how many sitters at least six sitters yeah. but napoli could have been up two nothing in the first five minutes yeah so Sampdoria got popped <laughs> okay Sampdoria got popped um it doesn't really matter and we can't look to any other team's performances. What they're doing on this season has been, uh, so far, has been evident. We cannot take any of that as measuring sticks. It's literally up to us and what we do. Again, we are probably going to be seeing a little bit of rotation. If Chiesa can't go, 
and Dybala ends up being rested. Um, Morata's got to be in there. Um, Kuliszewski, this guy can't get a start. Maybe maybe he gets a start against Samp, but uh, we've got to be careful in the rotation and in the middle of the park. I like seeing that Locatelli will be back in the middle of the park, most likely starting. He needs to. Arthur can't get back soon enough, in my personal opinion. Um, this Sampdoria match is going to be tough. Perrin, is this finally the time to do it, even after Chesney had a solid match against Spezia? I don't know. I think you maybe keep him building on it. Guys, your take on some of this lineup talk as we get ready to wrap up and uh, eyes are on Sampdoria. Omar. Now we're going to kick it off with Omar. And I, I hate the Sampdoria games. I have some bad memories from them. They're, they are they're a wild card. You can on their day they have great players. You know, Damsgore is a is a fantastic player. Qualiarella once every couple of games give you a world class performance at 37. By the way, he clocked the fastest sprint in Italy this season so far at the oh, age of 37. It's He's crazy. coming in the Alberto range at that speed. Jesus. <laughs> Yeah, slow down. The guy's fantastic, and and I still think we'll see rotations. We have Chelsea midweek, and it's an early game, so Ramsey might get the call. I think I bet that the lineup, the attacking lineup, would be with Quadrado, Morata, and possibly Kulusevski, and that's about it. I expect Ramsey to play. I expect Bernardeski to play. I expect Rabio and Ben and both. To rest a bit, McKenna did well, so we need to know that it's appreciated and he should get the the call. Mm-hmm. And that's it. I hate the Sampdoria games. They they can be easy. They can be tough as hell, and we could lose. Yeah, <laughs> we it's could easily lose. It's always tough. The Sampdoria ones are always tough for Juve. Man, and I like Sampdoria's kits. I've always had a thing for their kits. They always look sharp. Anthony, your thoughts going into this one? Well, the beauty is if this actually makes a difference, you have Sampdoria with a day's less rest and they're coming to Juventus. So they kind of lose a day for travel. I know it's, you know, a couple hours, but they still have to come the day before. So bit of an advantage there. Um, you know, getting dog walked, you know, is that helps that helps Juventus. But uh, based on the players, I was just scribbling down a possible starting lineup there. Yeah, so if Pedin's in, which I don't agree with, I think Tech should get the start, especially since he's got that big pop in the 87th minute. How do you not give him the start again? You got to keep rolling. I you think got the you hot keep hand. It rolling. You keep it rolling, man. I, yeah. I think that'd be a big mistake. But so I, based on the players you said might be out, I, you'd have to go with a 4 3 3 then starting. So I would have you know, the. The two Brazilians at the back, Benucci, Delict, Locatelli, Ramsey, Bernadeschi, and then uh, Kuliszewski, Morata, and Juan Quadrado. So, um, you could go clean again. I mean, he'd be fine to play again. He didn't play yeah. the full 90. Yeah. So it'll be, I, I, the one thing is the, the, the short, that one day extra that we have. Kind of, we kind of win two days on Santoria there. So, We'll see if that does anything. Yeah. I think Cliff. we'll see Pellegrini too. Cliff. Oh, Sandro. Oh. So, C- coming into Samp. So, four, four, four players you want to worry about Caputo, Pallarella, 
Um, Damsgaard, if he plays, which I'm assuming he will. And actually, Emil Odiero, if he starts, because he's a quality keeper. I think, one, Juventus, if they play Sandro, Danilo, and Bonucci and Delip, they'll be pretty set defensively. They won't be too worried about... Well, they'll be worried about Quadrella and um, and Caputo, but you can you can be safe thinking you know those guys can probably handle that. Now on the offensive side, if you start Keen, which I think you should, Quadrado and Kulusevski, I think it's a good front three. I think that front three can go at uh, Odiero in that defense, and they can score some goals at them. So it's really I think going to come down to the midfield, who can control the possession, have some quality possession, and get the most opportunities on goal. I think you start Ramsey and Locatelli. I hate Ramsey, but I think you need McKinney coming off the bench in this match to bring some life in the second half. Um, and you don't want to throw your best um, two midfielders out, I think, at the get-go just because if you're down by a goal or if you're in a draw, I think McKinney brings something in the second half to help get you over the hump. So um, this will be a really interesting match. And Good shout on the kids. They have very, very good kids. Sampadori's always got class kids. I'll give them that. Okay, once again, you guys have done fantastic. My God, it's crazy. And we're going on no sleep, man. We're just going on fumes at this point. It's the Mio. (laughs) Oh, man, come on. Okay, my quick two cents. I agree with Anthony 100%. If it's me, I keep rolling with Tech because of, again, having coming off a subpar season, a season, and having a performance that big, riding that high, Keep it rolling. Go into this one. Go into that. I'm not worried about keepers and uh, rest and whatnot. No, you don't. That's at that position. You don't worry about it. Keep it rolling. Um, they I all smoke. Definitely, definitely play them. In They're all smokers. The <laughs> in terms of the midfield, if Allegri, I can't believe I'm going to say this. I thank God Luke is asleep. <laughs> If for what Allegri wants to do, if he wants to continue with this 4-4-2 thing and use an outside guy kind of to do that, and he was thinking about Rabio being it, I think Ramsey would be better. And I wouldn't be I wouldn't be against doing that against Sampadoria because at least when he gets into those attacking things. He can be more dangerous than Rabio would be. So if Ramsey his idea was to free him up there, Ramsey out on the left, as Rabio was. Interesting. So you still disagree with that? Yeah. It's interesting because interesting you still have your midfield. Locatelli's still a lock in the heart of this midfield. Mm-hmm. It should be lining up a 4-3-3, but it doesn't in this max setup. So it's almost like your three midfielders are shifted a little bit to the left, okay? And where your normal left central midfielder is, he actually becomes the outside, but he makes up that. That's what Rabiel's been doing in this one. I'm going crazy, and yeah, it's late at night, but if he's using Rabiel in that scenario, and he's counting on him to be this, have this offensive prowess, if you're going to play Ramsey in this one against Sampdoria, let him try to do that because I think he'll have more success than Rabio in the attacking phase. Everything else might crumble around it, but it might work <laughs> in the offensive phase for about 15 minutes until he gets injured. Um, yeah. And then, then we probably have to call McKinney in, okay? 
but no, I think honestly, if uh, he's trying that, if Max is trying that with Rabio and it's to get offensive things out of him, again, it's something I've been talking about over the past season too with players and our guys. And when people were fighting me on the fact that I was, you know, they were saying you're just protecting Pirlo because he's Italian. I don't even know how they come up with these arguments. Um, but anyways, that was the thing going against me because I was hard on the players and saying, look, how many times have our players, the guys on the pitch, made brutal errors that cost us goals? This is not on a manager, right? Again, this holds true in my sense of belief in football and players. You cannot make them something they simply aren't. You, I just, you can't, you can't do it. Trying to make Rabio this offensive like force. I don't see it happening. I, I do not. I would love for Max to prove me wrong on this. And if Rabio finishes with, let's take Kadira's magic number of seven goals this season. Okay. If Rabio finishes with seven goals, I will give away a kit to one subscriber and one follower on Twitter. Okay. I will give away two kits, one to Twitter and one oh, to you. YouTube. If he well, gets us seven goals. But, we, but there's a, there's a, a counter-argument. It needs to be a Rabio kit. I doubt Al has one. And <laughs> Who wants that? <laughs> but, exactly. But there's a counter-argument to that because we have seen Ramsey and Sandro play on the left and it was awful. Ramsey doesn't offer nearly as much as, as Rabio offers defensively. And, you know... I would have preferred to see Bernardeschi there because his work rate is higher, both offensively and defensively. And push Ramsey to the right, okay, I'm fine with it. Because Brother runs a lot, Danilo runs a lot, but this it will stifle Sandro. I don't think Sandro can go forward if Ramsey is the left mid. Uh, he might not have to though. I see hope he won't have because if we're pushing up Juan on the other side. You can't have the other guy bombing as well, too, right? Like, or if he does to support, then that almost becomes it's kind of like what you're seeing with Mancini's Azzurri, in a sense, because you're bombing yeah, but... on one side and you're you're keeping that other fullback somewhat back, and then that midfielder makes up for that, right? So, yeah, it, but Mancini. But I has... get what you're saying, but you we can't have everybody bomb up. This is not going to happen. Yeah, but if it's a fourth, we. If it's a 43, then Mancini has a natural left winger. We don't. We have like 20 right wingers, <laughs> but but we don't have any natural left winger to play that role. So it's basically down to the midfield, the left midfielder, and to Sandro. But we don't know if he'll play. If he plays Ooh. and he plays on the left, that's Burn. different. Hey, I'm just saying. No, I'm just I, saying. these guys are wing, left wing, right wing. You should get Insigne. We should get Insigne in the January window. Let's do that. I want to no. get him in pension He's for the rest child. of the season. <laughs> <laughs> Just stay Canapoli's captain and make him sit on the bench oh, next to the Shilio. It's, it's all good good thoughts, boys. Uh, good times, guys. I had a blast uh, getting uh, into it all with this one. This was an emotional roller coaster of a match. I'm happy we got our first win. We already shot way up into the table. We're on. Oh, yeah. We're just going to. 13th. Sky's the limit. I said that before that match. Hey, there's nowhere to go but up. Everybody should be happy now. You know, every point's just going to take us higher and higher up the ladder. 
on our Could way to uh, this Scudetto that we all uh, predicted, which, uh, hey, the dream remains alive. Relax. Take it easy. But this league is honestly wide open. Like, I don't care about Napoli 5-0 and and stuff like that. Like, they're going to drop points. All these guys are going to drop points, like Allegri said. For us, top four is realistic, to be honest, uh, with what we're doing and what we're shaping. But you just never know what can happen. A team can get hot, can catch fire. We might get higher than what people are expecting and whatnot. But the biggest thing is is that, uh, you know, we just move on. And the biggest thing is the team grows. And uh, right now we've got a lot of good young talent. And I like what I saw out of them in response to this um, adversity in the situation that they were in. And then, of course, what happened in the Spezia match. It's fantastic. It's absolutely fantastic. The last bit of news I want to touch on that is fantastic is that the racial comments that were made from someone in Turin towards Mike Mignon, that person has been found and has actually been banned. Um, lifetime ban from the stadium, fantastic. Lifetime ban from the Juventus club, which he was a part of, fantastic. This is the beginning of what needs to happen. Moise Keane also faced uh, racial remarks in this match against Spezia. And I'm looking for the same type of reaction. And it has to be the same amongst all the clubs around because enough is enough. I mean, it's 2021, for God's sakes. Um, the technology's all around it. I'm glad Milan and Juventus used it to their benefit and made the right decision. More of this, please. Thank you. Thank you very much. Guys, always a blast. Absolute pleasure. Everybody who took part in the live uh, on a odd time, uh, which we don't usually do, but hey, we saw some uh, um, fans come out here that we don't usually get to talk to, which is fantastic. So we'll throw some of that in the mix. We got a lot of good stuff coming up also that's going to involve another platform and we'll just continue to grow the community. Uh, Cliff, may or may not play a part in that one we'll see so far uh, he's taking some shots at some of the old guys so i don't know he might not be doing himself any favors but we'll see we'll see uh went with a clean shave and look tonight okay so maybe he's trying to get back into our uh our hearts here with uh, the baby face baby face assassin baby yeah yeah <laughs> omar bright and early absolutely uh happy you could make it uh, as always Fantastic takes, you guys. Forza Cliff. Raff, Raff. Look at my this. boys, Raff and Raff. Thank you guys for hopping Who's on. that? Is that your brother-in-law? No, 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 no. Those are the Napoli boys, Raff and Raff. Boys. I know. Nice, they hey, nice. They're okay. They're okay. They're probably still like celebrating that. as they should. I mean, 5-0. and oh, They're probably really, really happy. But, uh, yeah, don't come in here. We're just happy about our Spezia victory. Leave us alone. We'll talk later on in the season. We'll see what happens. They do They do good work, by the way. Those, those Raff and Raff, they do. They do, they do. They do good work. They're phenomenal guys. They, they will always very, support very me, so work. always support them as well. Yeah. Yeah, got a lot of love for a lot of content creators out there. Every one of us knows the amount of time and commitment it takes. Always, always top notch. And we love uh, collabing and we've got some great ideas in mind for the future as well. Thanks again, everybody. Again, if you're listening to the audio, get over to YouTube. Get in on these live chats. Let's go subscribe. As always, till next time, which is going to be Sunday bright and early okay it's 3 30 a.m my time i'll have the espresso going we are doing a watch along all right 
the match day live might take place the night prior. Okay, give ourselves a little bit of uh, break time. So we might do the match day live the night before, but there will be a 3.30 a.m. watch along from me. Uh, my wife's going to lose it because we're going to score some <laughs> goals and I'm going to sell it hard. Okay, so make sure you're there for that one. Forza Juve, Fino Alapino. We'll chat soon, everybody. Ciao.